Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's installment of Questionable Booking. We are your hosts, back together again. Yes, sir. Clark Clark. In D.C. And tonight, we're going to be talking about SummerSlam 1999. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were supposed to talk about this earlier, but then we watched 2000. Right, yeah, 99. All good. I messed that up. That's my fault. (laughs) All good. So, tonight we're gonna be talking about SummerSlam 1999, which was one of my I I, I enjoyed pay per view, quite honestly. I mean, Attitude Era pay per view. So, nostalgia is gonna have me liking it, but as we know, the name of this show is. Not called nostalgia, it's called questionable booking. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we had some questionable stuff up in here. <laughs> As we yeah. always do. Yeah. But what was your initial thoughts rewatching this pay per view? Um, For me personally, I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, I mean, you kind of hit on it earlier. It was just real nostalgic, you know what I mean? It just brought back, it it brought me back to everything I loved about the WWF at the time. I mean, even, I mean, you know, the hardcore match, them going across the street fighting in the bar, you know what I mean? It just, it it, it brought back everything I loved and it was just, it had the people, the peak wrestlers of the attitude era at that time it seemed like it was like everybody was in this match. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, in this pay per view. Nah, I definitely agree with that, man. It was, uh, it was, it was star studded. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse the Body Ventura was special guest referee. Mm-hmm. It was just, uh, it was just a, it was fun, but it was, uh, Everything, like you said, that we love. They were in Minnesota. I think he was the mm-hmm. governor of Minnesota. Or the... Yeah, he was the governor. At that time? Uh, I believe so, yep. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. But, yeah, this was uh, this was a fun pay-per-view, man. Like, man. I mean, even from, like, first match – Last match. It's pretty interesting. So, right. I mean, I, I still a four in my book. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. But let me ask you a question, man. Okay. So we, we just we gonna jump right into this. Okay. I didn't really get the. Mark Henry heel <laughs> turn against D'Lo to work with Jeff Jarrett. I was like, I get that. Yeah, I didn't get that either. That that was that was a question I had. Um, <sighs> yeah, it didn't make sense to me. It makes it didn't make sense to me then. It won't make sense to me now. Yeah, I I mean I feel like. 
Mark Henry and D'Lo Brown, they work well together. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, Mark Henry went on to be, he's a Hall of Famer, so Mm -hmm. can't discredit him. But, like, at that time, he was only three years in the business. Right. And then he went with Jeff Jarrett, and I don't think Jeff Jarrett was even there. The next year, I think he went to WCW. So, right. I mean, not that Vince knew he was going to go to WCW, but I don't know. I kind of liked, uh, and I believe, like, after that, one Mark Henry like sexual chocolate and all that. So, what was the problem? <laughs> so, it's right. We're going to turn you heel. But then we're going to be like, we're going to make you sexual chocolate. Right. I don't know. It's like, I ain't get it. Yeah. It's like the hill turn didn't make no sense. Like it didn't didn't amount to anything because he wasn't going to be hill for too long. Right. Yeah. It made no sense to me either. (laughs) I don't even have the words for it. <laughs> you know, it just, like I said, it didn't make sense for, especially for the direction that it went into. So it was almost like it was unnecessary. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it was a cool match. Right. It was laid out well. I just didn't yeah. understand that whole heel turn at the end. And then, as we know now, he wasn't a heel for that long, so. Right. Yeah, I didn't get that. Hey, man, look, real quick, speaking of sexual chocolate, chocolate Mark Henry, hey, that was my man, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Especially it was, it was, it was him and Mae Young and mm-hmm. him in China. Oh, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> for sure, bro, for sure. <laughs> Yo, that was everything, man. That was Yeah, that was that was probably my favorite version of Mark Henry, man. Yeah. I didn't even really like him when he was the champion. Well, I mean, he at that point he really was a heel, so I wasn't supposed to like him, but uh Yeah, man, that was my favorite version of Mark Henry. It was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. It was, uh, I mean, like you said, him, young, especially him in China, man, that was, <laughs> I, tu- I, I, I tuned in just for that some nights. That was gold. Yeah, man. But um, going back to the match, man, like overall, I mean, like you said, I enjoyed the match. It was laid out well. Uh. I don't know. It was it it was a, it was a, it was a good you know what I mean first match to the pay per view. I will say that. I guess that's the best way I can, I can summarize it. Hey, quick poll: You like twenty four seven championship or the hardcore championship? I missed the hardcore championship. Oh, twenty four seven is okay. Um, I'm gonna say it's okay only because. 
you know, our truth and back in the old man Drake Maverick, like you know, it, it was it was entertaining. But then after a while, it, it just gets silly to watch them chasing each other on camera. You know what I mean? And I, so I definitely missed the hardcore championship. Um, Why you don't think they have it? Um. Hmm. That's a good question. Do you think it's? I mean, the hardcore was kind of more so like the attitude era of that time. You know what I mean? It was a little bit more. I don't want to say grunge or nothing like that, but it was like more physical and things of that nature. I mean, to me, it seems as if the wrestlers were at that time were better suited for the hardcore championship. I mean, Al Snow, I mean, Raven was a hardcore championship winner 27 times, uh, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I don't feel like it would it would fit the direction of what the WWE is trying to do now. You know what I mean? But I mean, didn't you have like remember that WrestleMania match last year between Randy Orton and uh, Edge? I mean, that was pretty hardcore. Yeah, in my it opinion. Was. It was. Uh, do you think it was hardcore overall, or was hardcore for the times that we're in now? Nah, I mean, well, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, it was hardcore for the times, which I think was perfectly fine. Like, I don't need to see blood. Right. For it to be hardcore, it's just kind of all over the place. Right. Doesn't necessarily have to end in the ring. Right. It was a match between Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre that was pretty hardcore, man. Kicking off doors, going through windshields. Yeah. That was pretty hardcore. I don't know, man. That's just my opinion. Because obviously I'm referencing uh, Al Snow, Big Boss Man match, which another great match. It was entertaining. Yeah. Which sure. I love, so that's why I'm asking. I mean, I really enjoyed that match, and it was like a match that everybody could. Uh, it was it's a it was a title that everybody mm. could obtain. You know, like you could be a serious wrestler, but still obtain it if you um, weren't like an IC title or. Another one of the major titles. Mm. You could still go for the hardcore championship, whereas the 24-7 championship, I mean, it's like you said, it's just that part of the show where you get some entertainment value, but there ain't no real match for it. Right. Yeah. And I think with seeing – I mean, of course, anybody and everybody has almost been the 24-7 champion at some point. You know what I mean? Um, hell, Doug Flutie was a 24-7 champion, champion at one point a couple of months ago. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I mean, it does. it's bringing eyes to the product, which obviously that's what that was for. But 
I mean, I don't know. I just wish they had. I I want the. I would like for them to bring back that hardcore title. Oh yeah, same here. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> shit, shit. I saw it on the uh, <laughs> on on the WWE site, man. I thought about buying me the uh, the belt only because I I missed it so much. <laughs> That's one belt I ain't buying, man. How much was it? <laughs> uh, man, how much was it, man? Let me see. My life, I'm about to look it up right now for you. <laughs> yeah, I ain't. I'm not spending three hundred dollars on that. Not on a hardcore championship, man. Nah. Uh uh. <laughs> I can't do that. It wasn't a good looking belt. Oh nah. No, it was it 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 was not. That 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 I can admit to. It definitely wasn't. Man, I'm looking at it now. Man, they got so many belts up in they just they just keep adding belts. But would you get one of those? I don't like those uh, custom custom belts they making for like each superstar. I just like like the belts that people we've watched actually have worn. Right. No. Same here. Like I, I saw that they had one for for Taker and uh, for Triple H and you know Rock. I was like, eh. I mean, it's is is dope. And I and I see what they're doing, but I mean, like you said, I, I want the one that was actually out there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for uh, sure. Like I got the smoke. I think I told you before. I got the smoking uh, skull belt, man. That that was my favorite belt growing up. Yeah, that was a good belt. I like the uh, the winged eagle, the winged eagle. Oh yeah, I like. See, I didn't like that and one the, at first. <laughs> I liked it. I liked that one, and I I liked the one that came directly after it too, the globe. Yeah. Okay, I just found it. The WWE Hardcore Championship replica title belt, basically four fifty. What? Yeah, man. Four forty nine ninety nine, but it's on sale right now today, uh, March twenty seventh, for three fifty nine ninety nine. So for three sixty. No, this is not a shameless plug either. <laughs> wow. So for you for three sixty. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, hey, you like Steve Blackman? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, growing up, man, I wasn't a fan of him growing up, man. Uh, to me, he was just boring to me. I yeah, mean, I ain't really like him either. Yeah. Like, it, the whole martial art aspect of it was cool. Uh, him and Cam Shanrock, you know what I'm saying? Like the martial art UFC aspect of it, but now UFC aspect of it was cool, but he just, nah. He was just boring to me, man. I was here for the antics, the Stone Colds, the driving the Zamponis, the (laughs) driving the uh, beer truck into the ring. 
So yeah, so, so to me, he was just born personally. Same here, man. I didn't. I was I liked his match, but I didn't like uh, mainly because it was a Lions Den match, weapons match, which right. is cool. Right. I like when they did stuff like that. Like they brought uh, Ken Shamrock's world into mm-hmm. the WWE. Mm-hmm. I know he had that match with like Owen Hart, I believe, at the the year prior SummerSlam. Um, but yeah, Steve Blackman, he I I didn't miss him when he left. I don't remember when he left. Yeah, same here. Uh, wait, wasn't this really is, that much of a fan. This is this is real quick. I'm gonna get right back to it. I just gotta say this. I just saw this. Yo, they have a Stone Cold Steve Austin Legacy Championship Collector's t- Title for a thousand dollars. And I'm pretty sure people have bought it. Only five hundred. Would be produced. <laughs> oh yeah, people definitely bought it then. Yeah, for sure. My fault that as I was closing out of the tab, it just popped up. But um, but yeah, man. I like you said. I, I like the lines in match. It, it brought Ken Shamrock's world world into it. I mean, it basically looked like, in a way. Like today's UFC fights, you know what I mean? Seeing the cage and everything. I was like, oh yeah, that was kind of dope, especially for that being in 99. But um I don't know. Were you a fan of, a fan of uh, Ken Shamrock? Uh, a little bit. Like not when he became corporate Ken Shamrock, but uh prior to that, like when he was facing the rock and stuff, mm-hmm. I actually did like Ken Shamrock. Okay. I liked his music too. That's probably the only thing I liked about him. He was cool, but I mean, I, the only thing I really liked about him was his music. And I think probably when he would, before he, right before he got into the ring, he would hit the, you know, he would yell. Other than that, yeah, yeah. Looking back at his matches now, not the hugest fan. You know who he reminds me of, and I think the reason why. Ken Shamrock doesn't get a lot of love mm-hmm. because then you had Kurt Angle who just killed it. Mm. Kurt Angle and and Ken Shamrock, different worlds, amateur wrestling, UFC, but kind of similar. Right. So when you got Kurt Angle that was just great on promos, great on wrestling, great everywhere, entertainment. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I don't know, Ken Shamrock kind of became forgettable. In a sense, yeah. Like you said, that's just that that amateur background, you know what I mean? And to bring it over, I mean, I I wasn't a huge fan of Kurt Angle when he first got there to WWF, but I eventually became a fan. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he put on great matches every time he stepped into the into the ring. I will say that he put on great matches. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, watching him back then, nah, I wasn't the biggest fan of Kurt Angle, but now, right, oh, yeah. right, definitely. 
Kurt Angle was my guy. All right. Yeah, I mean, just watching some of his matches, like, this man, just to come into this brand new industry and dominate it the way he did, it was pretty good. And like I said, man, he can make you laugh. He can make you mad. Mm -hmm. He he could bring out any emotion you wanted. Right. Yeah. He's very entertaining. It's it's he acclimated to the business really well when when uh when he came over. Mm-hmm. And we had uh Tess and Shane McMahon in a Greenwich Street fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't that big a fan of Tess, man. For yo, I I I have a cousin and I, I know he's listening. <laughs> he was a fan of Tess, if I'm not mistaken. And he did tell me that he thought Tess was up next. We had that conversation before. Up next for what? Yo, to, to be the next big thing, basically. I think at one point he was positioned for that. Because he told me he had the size and the speed. And it... I was actually a fan of test. I was. I, I was a fan of test. Um, maybe because of everything like my cousin said, he had the size and the speed. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, he did. He was. He was. He was decent, man. He was decent. Once he when they had that angle with him and Stephanie McMahon, mm-hmm. I was. I was a fan. After that, he just kind of like died off. Mm. In my opinion. Right. I mean, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing, trying to think back to that time. I, I can see that. Well, my boy Shane. Sugar <laughs> Shane McMahon. <laughs> Mr. Unnecessary Risk himself, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's still my guy, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because um, it was funny watching that match. And uh, I thought about exactly what you said when I saw him jump off the, the top rope on the test on the table. I was like, man, he ain't need, need to do that shit. <laughs> Not like at your, all, man. Like your voice was just playing in my head. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, it was entertaining as hell, but <laughs> he don't never make that shit. Sometimes he do. Hey, 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 he made it in that match. <laughs> I mean, I think why why the fans love it so much also is because I mean it's the boss's son. He don't. He don't even need to be out there. And the fact that he out there taking those bumps, man, everybody just appreciates it even more. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that is why I like Shane is because I know, like, yeah, he ain't got Russell. He ain't yeah. got being the in the business, right? But he's doing it for probably doing it for his family, but also doing it for the fans. So, yeah. 
I appreciate that. Like, I mean, that's how I feel every time he comes out. It's just like, you know, you don't need to be doing this, Shane. Especially, he's like 50-something years old now. Yep. Like maybe, like maybe he got the love. You know what I mean? I mean, and he, didn't, I mean he, does, he does some stuff that other wrestlers just won't or I haven't seen them do, you know? Oh, yeah. Like stuff he does is like, okay. He's putting it all out on the line, man. Yeah. Got to appreciate that. Yeah. And I think that's why uh, everybody, you know, enjoys him when he comes out. You know what I mean? It's, it's it's the respect, you know? Like, oh, we, we, we know that he's going to put on a good show. And we appreciate you. Yeah. Like, I agree with that. Yeah, it's just once again, he don't, like I said, he don't need to be doing none of this, but but he's giving the fans what they want to see, and I mean, like you said, in the fifties, still giving the fans what they want to see. So, yeah, yeah. man, I like. I, I'm be honest. Every time I see a, a Shane McMahon match, mm-hmm. or know that one is coming up, mm-hmm. yeah, I got that's. That's a must-see match for me. Mm. I can dig it. Cause you know whoever he's wrestling is gonna be it's gonna be decent. Right. Yeah. Next match we had up on here, what was this? Big show and Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Defeated Kane and X Pac. I kind of like that Big Show Undertaker tag team. Really? I like, yo, they was just. Who was beating them, really? <laughs> I mean, if you think, I mean, if you just think about it, nobody. But, I mean, those two obviously didn't need to be in a tag team, but. Right. The fact that they were, that's it's pretty remarkable tag team right there. I agree. Yeah, I mean, they shouldn't have been beat, you know? I mean, like you said, Big Show, Undertaker. I mean, first of all, to have them two and Kane just in the ring. I mean, there's like, oh, X-Pop. <laughs> it was like he was in the land of the Giants, but was holding his own, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I liked it when Kane, I like Big Show and Undertaker more than I did the Brothers of Destruction. Really? I don't know. I was here for the Brothers of Destruction, man. Really? Yeah. Why is that? It's almost like you knew. 
I mean, it was gonna be mayhem. They was gonna they look man, they were there to literally <laughs> be physical and destroy. You was gonna get hurt. I mean, what? How tall is the Undertaker and how tall is and how tall is Kane? <laughs> I think they both six ten. Come on, man. You knew somebody was going to get lifted, choke slam, tombstone, whatever it was, and it was going to be high, <laughs> and it was going to come down. That's facts. Did you like Kane with the mask or without the mask? Mm, I'm going to say Kane with the mask. Yeah, I'm going to go Kane with the mask. Kane without the mask was cool. But came with the mask. I feel like Kane without the mask, he was scarier. Really? No, I can see that. I know um, (laughs) he was in that movie. What was it? See No Evil. (laughs) Oh, he was? Yeah, man. Yeah, I I remember going to go see that in theaters, man. If I'm not mistaken, it was called See No Evil. I think it came out. Uh, uh, 2000, 2006. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. And I, I mean. I remember that movie. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what it was about. Uh, I think it was in some kind of house and he was in there and he was killing people, I think, and like, yeah, I mean, of course it was a horror film, uh, but he was like killing people. I think he was like uh, taking out their eyes or something, I think. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean it was a wild, it was a wild movie. I do remember that. <laughs> wow. Okay. You like Kane and X Pac together? I ain't never liked that tag team. Man. I ain't like it either. I was a the one tag team I enjoyed Kane and I mean it wasn't X Pac and uh, Kane, but it was a. Uh, Team Hell No with Kane and Daniel Bryan. I like that tag team. <laughs> but I didn't like Kane and X-Pac together. Yeah, I like Team Hell No too, man. I was I was a huge fan of them. Yeah. Hell no. I, I wasn't really a fan of X-Pac and the tag team. I just want to see X-Pac by himself for real. As weird as that may sound. I don't know. Maybe I could get with that. I could get with that. Like I was an X Pac fan by himself. Right. And maybe it was because uh I was used to the, I mean to the DX, you know what I'm saying? Uh them together and then I was just used to the New Age Outlaws, them two, Triple H, yeah. Uh, Shawn Michaels when he was there, yeah. And I mean, Xbox has just seen solo. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah. And they, they've been saying, like, X-Pac's, X-Pac was basically the measuring stick. He was just so good mm-hmm. that you would put him against X-Pac to see if he could really re- – if, if wrestlers coming in could really wrestle or not. And looking back at, like, these matches and looking back at his matches in general, it's like, yeah, he, he was good. Yeah, for sure. I mean – he can almost give you like not like now that you're saying that that makes sense because he can give you any style. You know what I mean? He could fly if he needed to. He could be technical if he needed to. You know what I mean? He could be physical when needed. Definitely. Like, it's almost like he 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 could adjust, and I mean he could give you literally any style that you needed for a match. And he could it seemed like he should be able to match up with anybody really. Yeah, he could. He could, like, yeah. Going off what you say, he could go with any style that was needed. Yeah, I mean, I wonder why he's not in the Hall of Fame by himself. Right. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I have my theories, but that's a good question. (laughs) What's the theory? Well, you know they they said that they're not gonna put China in uh in the Hall of Fame by herself because of uh that's your correct curricular activities outside. <laughs> well, she was doing more than porn, man. True, but I mean, I think they had a tape together. Yeah, they did. So, well, all right. Let me ask you this. So he he's in the Hall of Fame uh, with DX, correct? So is China, right? But um, is he in the Hall of Fame with NWL? Yeah, he will be. Okay. Now that's one thing I never liked. <laughs> I'm always used to X Pop being with DX, and anytime they bring them all back. He's always with, with NWL. Sometimes he's with DX. He is. But I'm just like, come on, man. I, I just remember why well, I enjoyed rather more so X possible with DX rather than with uh, NWL. I mean, I think, yeah, me too. But because uh, I think he uh, really came out of his shell in uh, DX. Mm-hmm. But you know he's all a part of that friendship f- faction, the clique: Shawn Michaels, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Triple H, right, and himself. So I, that's why I'm surprised he's not in the Hall of Fame by himself. I'm like, uh, the rest of them are, right? Maybe he will be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's been people who've been, they were inducted into the Hall of Fame. I would say it, it took them longer to get inducted than I thought it than I thought it would be. 
or thought it should be, rather. You know what I mean? Like who? Um, man, now you got to make me, about to make me go pull out the list. About to make me pull out the list. Go ahead, man. Pull out the list. I got <laughs> But you just never, you never thought like, oh, such and such should have been introduced probably like a little, you know what I'm saying? Like, like a little sooner than what they were. Like you never had th- nobody. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I can't think of nobody. Me personally, I can't think of anybody. Okay. But who you got? Just name one. You ain't got name two. <laughs> um, let me think. Let me think. Um, you know what? I think Diamond Dallas Page was inducted in 2017, right? If I'm not mistaken, it was 2017. Yeah, one of those, yeah. I mean, as much as he did, I mean, WCW alone, I thought he would be inducted before 2017. Um, Okay, I could get behind that. I could get behind that. Or, if I'm not mistaken, the year before that, or if you hit him a couple a couple years before that, I don't know. The Fabulous Freebirds, I thought it would have been before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they I, I definitely agree with that. Like that that was long overdue. Right. Um I'm gonna say I know I know there were issues that had to be worked out before it happened. You know, I'm not gonna say that. I was gonna go with Warrior, but I'm like I said, I know that there were issues that had to be worked out beforehand. Um, shit, the t- the top of the list might be uh Bruno San Martino. Yeah, because I mean true. he was. I think he had issues with uh, Vince McMahon. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes sense. Because I mean, if you ask me. He was the first wrestler to reach, like, I mean, kind of sort of that icon status. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you had Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan. And, I mean, you know, if you go by decades or whatever, and then you had, like, Stone Cold, John Cena, yada, yada, yada. But – Bruno San Martino was like the very first one to actually be like, yo, I am it for this wrestling shit. I, think, I agree. I agree with that. Because he he had that he he was a heavyweight champion for I mean for over a decade. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think the issues that he had were stemmed upon where the direction of the company was going or wrestling in general was going. Mm. You know, he was just such like a purist. I don't even think he had theme music. Mm. And then, uh, yeah, he didn't like where the business was going, so he kind of fell out. 
Yeah. Events. I mean, I don't know the qualifications for the Hall of Fame. I don't know if there's like a if you had ever been retired for a few, for a certain amount of years. I don't really know anything in particular about that. I don't that, think but. so, man. Edge <laughs> was inducted the year after he retired. Okay, well, yeah, that is true. Now I ain't even think about that. Yeah. All right, so it doesn't seem as though there's a... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a real criteria. Yeah, it doesn't seem like there really is a criteria. So, I don't know. But, yeah, man, that's just a few, you know. um, I mean, there was so much that did so much. I mean, so many wrestlers who did so much for the business for them. Well, I think that I thought that they would have been inductors, inducted sooner. That's it. I mean, there's a few more people I, who, I mean, if I really looked at the list and I was like, damn, I thought that they would have been inducted sooner than what they were. You know what I mean? But that's just who I can give you off the top of my list. I mean, off the top of my head, rather. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm surprised it took Stone Cold a long time to get inducted. He got inducted in 2009. He retired in 2003. Man, that should have been either the next year or, or depending on he if he retired before Mania that year, man. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. I now that I'm thinking about it. That's that was that's interesting, you know? Yeah. And I think uh Shawn Michaels was two years after him. So but he he didn't retire till 2010. I mean, okay, I can, you got me there. That's that's true. But I see what you're saying. Like he still should have been the next year, right? No, hold up, wait a minute. He did go in the next year. He went in the next year. Yeah, he uh, he retired in 2010. He went in in 2011. Okay. Edge headlined in 2012. Yep. Well, shit, why take Stone Cold so long to get in then? (laughs) Yeah, I don't get that. He is, I mean, I don't think arguably, but I'm just going to say arguably for people who don't agree, might be the most popular WWE WWF star of all time. Was in my house. Same here. Shit, my pop, my pop still talk about Stone Cold Steve Austin to this day. <laughs> yeah, my parents love Stone Cold. My my parents did too. Man, we went off on a little tangent. Oh, yeah. My fault. <laughs> that was good. That was a good conversation. But this, getting back to the pay-per-view, they had this kiss-my-ass match between Rock and Billy Gunn. Mm-hmm. Stupid-ass match, but... Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I ain't like Billy Gunn outside of uh, DX. I did. I'm gonna say one of the reasons. <laughs> I love the I, I, number one. I love the theme music. As a guy who likes the yams, he said, "I'm an ass man." I said, "Yep, I I can dig a Billy Gun." <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed them. I think I think, but part of me was holding on. To when he was in DX and the New Age Outlaws, you know what I mean. Um, it's like I was so much of a fan of him while he was in the tag teams and in fashion and everything uh, that he carried over to whenever he was just a solo wrestler. I mean, it, this was a dumbass match, but I'm glad that we don't really have no more gimme type matches. Well, it's this magnitude at least. So, but I think that this match was just a waste of his talents and the Rock's talents. Oh, what up? without a doubt, it's uh, yeah, that's. Mm. I didn't need this match. No. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't need it. And then we had, for the main event, Mankind, Stone Cold, and Triple H. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Mm-hmm. It was cool. <laughs> it didn't really jump out there for me. Um, it, it was a cool match. I, I, I don't. I don't really have. It didn't stand out. I don't have great things to say. Nothing bad. To, nothing bad to say. Um, I mean, I enjoyed Jesse, uh, the body Ventura, being the guest uh, referee, especially um, being in his in, in his state that he's the governor at. I mean, that was cool, especially seeing him getting involved and stuff like that. But yeah, it was alright. What you think? I didn't understand why Triple H didn't win the title that night. Yeah. I did wonder why Mankind won the title that night. That did pop up. I will say that. Because I thought it was either going to be Triple H or Austin was going to keep the title. You know what I mean? Why do you yeah, think I Triple H didn't want the title that night? I don't understand why. 
I didn't get it why he didn't win it that night mm. and then won it the next night. Mm. Yeah, see, I never understood the whole oh you don't win it at the pay-per-view on Sunday but yeah you win it on Raw on Monday you know what I mean yeah that don't that didn't make sense to me man yeah yeah I don't know I, I couldn't even I Normally, you know, I try to try to give a <laughs> give a reason or just a thought or try to see what they would say. I, I can't think of nothing. Yeah, I didn't get that. I mean, maybe more eyes on Raw than that bought the pay per view, but I don't know. Yeah. I can't. I, yeah. I'm stumped. This is the question. <laughs> Normally, you try to find a solution or answer something. Can't even think of one. Yeah, and to your point, like you said, she just has Stone Cold retain. Right. Had him retain. I don't know, man. See, that's the stuff that is the reason we had this show. Mm Mm-hmm. Is because everybody knows that ain't make no sense. <laughs> yeah. Unless you, you, Darren, have an explanation of maybe why, it don't make sense to me. Can't give you one, bro. I can't give you one. As much as I want to. Well, it might have been because they didn't want Triple H to beat Stone Cold, but they were gearing up Triple H to be big time anyway, so why did it matter? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. That ain't made no sense to me, man. No. Nah, man. Can't even give you can't even give you a reason. So what you rate this pay-per-view after going through everything and talking about it? Um 
I'm going to go down to a three, 3.5. 3.5? Yeah, man. That main event didn't make no sense. Hated that kiss my ass match. Um, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go with three point. No, I'm gonna say a three point seven five. I think it started off decent. Jeff Jarrett, D'Lo. Uh, then you had the tag team. Uh, whatever you want to call the turmoil. I'm with you on the 3.75, 3.9. Yeah. I mean, good pay-per-view. I think a lot of stuff that messed me up was the Mark Henry, the uh, the Rock versus Billy Gunn kiss my ass match. Mm-hmm. And the main event. Yeah. I enjoyed everything else. But yeah. Me too. I mean, and that's the beauty of, like we said, the Attitude Era. Like, the stories were good. Mm-hmm. The matches were eh. Mm-hmm. But the stories were just so good that it kept you watching every week. Right. Whereas now, I think it's the opposite. Yeah. I agree. I'm I'm definitely with you on that one. Man. I like... uh, Still a fan of the Attitude Era. Still the best, for me, the best era in wrestling. Um, Same here, yeah. Or the Monday Night Wars era. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Do you think it's because we grew up in that time? I did at first. But now that we have the network and you can watch everything, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. I agree. I was just asking. <laughs> I was just asking. But yeah, I'm definitely with you. Like the more and more I watch, the more it's like, oh yeah, this was definitely like the best air. I mean, the golden era with eighties, it was it was good. Mm-hmm. Transformed, but I don't know, man. It's just that nineties, early two thousands era of wrestling was just it was just epic. Right. Nah, definitely. What are we talking about next week? Um, hey man, let's let's do let's do some WCW, man. Oh yeah, yes. Right. Well, I got take advantage of what I have left with the network <laughs> before it goes to Peacock 
and there's nothing on there for WCW. <laughs> what was you thinking? Um, let's do Beach Bash, man. Let's do uh, you know what? Because I watched the Last Dance, Last Dance documentary. Let's do Beach Bash, nineteen ninety seven, man. Okay. Yeah. See, see, Carl Malone was in there, right? Uh, Rodman, Dennis Rodman, one of them. Dennis Rodman was in there. I think, think, think that was his like debut. All right, I'm with that. Man, let's get it. I'm with that. I like it. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> get to see my man, the Worm, in action. I was a was I a Dennis Rodman fan. I was a Bulls fan, but man, I think everybody was a Bulls fan, especially in the nineties. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Everybody was just a Michael Jordan fan, bro. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, how could you not like Michael Jordan and any of them Bulls teams, man? They was just, they were exciting. Right. Well, hey, man, you said, you said Beach Black, Beach Bash? Yep. 1997, all right. Yes, sir. Well, it's WCW, so we know we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about as far as <laughs> questionable booking. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'm excited to see what we talk about. Excited to, uh, it, I guess it would be our first WCW paper. Yeah, it would be our first WCW pay per view on this platform. So we had some in the archives, but uh, this is gonna be the first one on this platform. So that should be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited too. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for tuning in to Questionable Booking. We'll see you next week Mm -hmm. with Beach Blast, Beach Bash, (laughs) easy for me to say, 1997. (laughs) See everybody next week.